All right, good morning. This is a beautiful morning. And my intention with my other podcast, which is Dots of Thoughts, has always been to create a scenario where I'm able to do something, you know, spontaneously and not, you know, overthinking it too much. The most ideal format that I had in mind was to just basically wake up every morning and share my thoughts. And then it becomes this podcast that is going to be a conversation. But I have not been able to achieve that in any way because I've become like a creature of habit when it comes to trying to get things right. But every time I think of it, I still come back to this whole idea that it is important that I find a way to be more spontaneous because a lot happens when I am not necessarily thinking about it. I tend to articulate my thoughts on the go and I've not been able to really share some of these thoughts with my listeners. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to achieve that one of these days. Speaking of which, lately I've been thinking about this whole notion of time. And I think it is not um, in isolation to, you know, how this year 2020 has played out with um, the lockdown, the COVID has been a very, very impactful year on various levels of weirdness, surreality and all that. For many people, it's been also a very sorrowful year because They've um, lost loved ones, um, while for some others it's been impactful in the sense of it has slowed things down for them with regards to their career, their practice, but it's also had a very, very powerful economic impact in people's lives. While for some others, it's been a great year because they have sort of like exploited or found themselves in a situation where they could exploit this whole idea of working from home and working remotely. And when I think of those people now, I'm thinking of those people who's already have their business relying on cyber connections and internet viewership and all of that. We've seen more engagement with um, online content this year than any other year that we've lived in the past. And that's because our lives were suddenly relegated to the confines of our homes and the perimeters of our very immediate environment and our cities, our towns, and such that the whole idea of flying or going by air has become somewhat of a privilege for the very few people who've been able to do that. But even at that, you know, the logistics of that, for so many people, especially those who don't even need a visa to go to somewhere, they have been able to feel the brunt of what it feels like for someone to always have to apply for a visa, to wait for it and go through the administrative process of applying for a visa and wait for it. But again, in this case, it's not visa, right? It is getting or going through all the bureaucratic bottlenecks of uh, of uh, trying to, not necessarily, it's, it's bureaucratic, but again, it is the necessary procedure of ensuring that you get yourself tested before you get into the plane. And sometimes it means going into um, quarantine two weeks before you travel and even two weeks after you've arrived at your place of destination. It's been amazing. But what I want to say is that if you're out there and you're one of those people who's uh, lost a loved one today due to COVID, um, I just want to say that my thoughts are with you. And this is something that I keep thinking of every single day, how um, sometimes we tend to forget because the news of people dying from COVID comes to us in terms of numbers, but not necessarily the names. Once in a while, we get to read stories about someone who lost uh, a loved one. I also read about 
you know, frontliners like the nurses and the doctors who really have been at the forefront of fighting and taking care of people who have been affected by this virus. I remember some two months ago, I read about this, uh, this nurse who took her own life because she felt she's not a nurse, she was a doctor, who took her own life because she felt that she was not doing enough. And before that, according to the article, there was nothing about her that was suicidal. In fact, um, she was an overachiever and everybody in her family saw her that way. But I guess the COVID and the challenges that came with it just gave her a lot and challenged her in a way that she has never seen in an unprecedented way that shook you know, the core and the foundation of what or who she was. Eventually ended up with her taking her own life. There are so many instances like this. Many of them will never get to know because the media continues to be sensational and the real stories will hardly come to us. But um, if you are listening to me right now and you have lost someone, I just want to say, take heart. You are alive and that's hope. It means that you can live your life in honor of those who died. If we do not wake up every day and think of our lives as a gift, even much more a responsibility for the sake of those who are no longer with us. That's the only way we can honor the memory, the experiences, and the lives of those who are no longer with us today. Oftentimes, when we refer to time, we talk about it as something that is transient. Time passes. We also say things like, don't waste time, or you've got to have time to spend. All these various ways of quantifying and qualifying time. But then I begin to wonder, does time really operate that way? Does time pass? Is time quantifiable? Can you earn and spend time in the sense that we use it? Are we not trying to fit this something into a box that is not realistic? Is it not somewhat of a paradox that we are thinking of time as something that we can fit into you know, our sense of quantification, whereas it is the other way around, that time can fit us all into its own self. In other words, isn't it possible that time is eternal and it records everything and everyone? We also say that time will tell. But then I ask myself, does it say everything? Yes, it will tell, but time does not tell everything. Yet, isn't it possible that it records everything? So I've had this one expression, or it's become like a caption for some of the images I've been making and sharing on Instagram, and it goes like this. Time does not pass. We, on the other hand, pass through it and make forms of it. This is a, a saying that I came up with that has become a reiteration for me in a nutshell. It captures how I've been thinking about this whole notion of time, that it does not pass, that we are the ones passing through it and we are making forms of it. And I love this idea that we are making forms, that we are not creating anything new, that we are not creators in that sense, because everything has already been created and is there. It's there in the bowels of time, that what we are doing now is to give forms. But I also use form here as a way of speaking of meaning. Invariably, we can say that much of what we are doing here on Earth, much of how our interactions or rather the outcome of our interactions, everyday interactions, boils down to meaning-making. Yet you realize that we cannot make meaning. There will be no meaning without union of forms 
or union of things, of ideas, of thoughts, of actions. There must always be a union. There must be an intersection of something, of different things for meaning to happen. There will be no form without meaning. So I like this whole idea that you begin to see yourself as a meaning maker, but also a form maker. And that what you are basically, or what you basically are is a mediator of, of different impulses, thoughts, ideas. You bring them together and then they form a union. And that union leads to meaning. And that meaning is now translated into form. So what's interesting about that is that if you think of it from that angle, everything around you is animated, even the inanimate objects. Your bicycle, for instance, you say, well, it's an inanimate object, but it cannot really do anything on its own. Yes, that's true. But your bicycle is an embodiment of someone's or people's ideas. It's an embodiment of the union of many people's ideas. That form that you see, the functionality of it is an embodiment of a union of ideas, of impulses, and it became that form. So in that sense, it's an animate object. But of course, we understand that it's a tool. But then when it fails to do what it's supposed to do, I think it's also all right to say, well, this bicycle has failed me in the sense of saying, well, it is like a, an animate thing that could fail you. It could fail you because the intention, the ideas that came together is no longer doing that for you. So I've been thinking about these things in relation to time. And the other day I was having a conversation with a friend. Uh, Drew Danogui. And just like that, you know, he came up with this conversation about time, but also in relation to how we tend to forget that time is relative, that everyone have their own time. You might now think that what he's trying to say is contradicting what I'm saying, that time is eternal and is not moving, is not passing, that we are the ones passing through it. But I don't think it is. I think it is complementing what I'm trying to say. Basically, he's saying that because we are going about our own union of ideas and thoughts and experiences and creating forms differently at every point in time. And we are passing through time that everybody have their own, basically, speed or pace by which they pass through time. It is not that they have their own time. And because we live in a material world, intentions don't always translate into action. And that's because of the consistency of the things that, again, all the things around us, the consistency of the material world. So there is metal, there is water, there is fire, and all of that. They are always exerting their own nature. Oftentimes, what we are doing is to contend with all these various forms or the nature of things, even when they are inanimate. Everything around us is alive. We often tend to go out of the city, the inner city, and go to the woods and the greens to look for nature. I've always been skeptical about that idea of nature where you have to disappear into the woods and hear the birds sing. And then you say, oh, I am in nature. But as long as I can remember, I've always been skeptical of that way of thinking of nature. I have been more aligned with the idea that nature is around us. Everything around us is nature. That what nature really is, is our relationship or the understanding of our relationship with the things around us. What nature really is, are the laws that connect those things together. That by the time we begin to understand those laws, we now begin to swing in nature. That the nature is not the manifestation of those things. It is the impulses and the laws that connect, that act like tentacular strands connecting 
those things together. Anyway, so that's uh, basically the thought I want to share this morning. Thinking of it now, um, I'm going to have this conversation with uh, other people from different parts of the world. Again, this will be in line with the Dots of Thoughts podcast. What's going to happen is that I am going to have this conversation about time as a sequel. So consider this episode as part one of episodes, a series of episodes that I'm going to title Time Does Not Pass. We, on the other hand, pass through it and make forms of it. Basically, this will be part one. And then there'll be part two, three, or maybe up to even five. And each episode will have a guest that will call in and we'll have a conversation uh, via phone call or Zoom. And all of that will be recorded here as a podcast. So if you also have opinion or thoughts that you'd like to bring into the podcast, especially since we're going to have, you know, all these other episodes coming after, feel free to share in the comment section of your preferred listening platform. So you'll find this podcast on our website, nkatapodcast.com, but also you'll find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and many of the major podcast platforms out there. Whichever one you pick up or whichever one that you use frequently to listen to your podcast, leave a comment there and somehow pick it up. All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far. I just want to wish you a lot of good energy today. All the very best. Bye-bye.